Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Oh, come on. Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. It's a fine day. It's a real fine day. How, how are you doing today, Jips? I'm great. I think it's a lie. <laughs> I think that's a lie. I'm going I'm to call Why? you on that to start the top of the show. Why are you saying that? I heard you on the phone with somebody and you weren't happy about it. And I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Um, okay. It was literally right before we got on air and I was like, eh, I'll just ask her better on air. What's, uh, oh, nice. What's, okay. the, what's the haps and Jables world? Okay. So, um, as everyone knows, you're the customer service guy. Messiah. Yeah. You deal with them. You yell at them. I hate them. You hate them. You can talk to them however you want. You get what you want. Yeah. Somehow in the end, you end up getting the refund or the thing or whatever it is that you're bitching about. Yeah. And I don't, I I don't, I don't do it without justification, by the way. What? I I don't like, I don't, I don't yell at people. Like I don't even want to waste my time. Yeah, exactly. So unless it's a financial thing, I'm not going to go out of my way to to try to, you know, get two dollars back. But yeah, um, but continue. I mean, we could make this a whole thing like we could make it a gripe corner. Like this could be a fire away. Lots of things annoying. Fire fire away. But listen, so you're I usually let you deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So today I was in a mood. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Let me take a crack at it. 
Sure. Right. Like, sure. let me, cause again, I do not do this to customer service. I either ask for the manager or I just like, don't do it. I don't like yelling at people that like, it's not their problem or they didn't do it. They're just like showing up to work in their shitty life in cubicle. Well, but here's the thing. You feel bad about doing it. Whereas they're told on the other end of the phone to, Hey, talk these customers down so they don't get a refund. They so don't, they don't get what any, anything that you yes, want. So yes. here's what happened. I got some boots okay. for my birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Jabes. Thanks. So I got some boots. Yep. Uh, the outside of the boots said the right size. The order says the right size. The boots inside the box, wrong size. Okay. Now that's a classic case of just do your fucking job. That yeah. person had one job. Which Whoever was- did that had one fucking job. Put the boots in the box that says, hey, you know what I mean? I feel like they do this to women on purpose. This, Why? This happens to you a lot. This has it happened. Does. It's probably happened about four times since we've been uh, together. And it, it's Listen, always. It's not a huge problem, you guys. It's, it's third not world. A hu- not, not a huge problem. Champagne problem to have. Champagne problems. But, but when you're I'm- ordering women's shoes, they always send the wrong size. I guess they do. I don't Why? notice. I don't know. Okay, so what, again, what, I don't know. What was Steve Madden's response? So I called up Steve. Sure, I have his personal. No, right. I found that whatever the Steve, it was Steve Madden's Freebirds. By the way, are the best boots of all time. I'm not talking shit about the boots. I love them. Yeah. So I call up Steven and the customer service, and it's American Tony. Ah, do you know what I overseas. mean? Overseas, yeah. It's overseas, and fucking I fucking hate him. Oh, fucking like this is your area. Like as I'm doing it, I know. I'm, you should be doing this. Sure. This is why you, you handle all the stuff like this. I can't do it. So I'm just like, here's the deal, buddy. Like it's happened to me before. Right. And being like bitchy white girl about it a little bit. Right. You know, it's sir, you know, and he's just like, I don't find, I can't find your order number. I can't find your order number. Yeah. Um, Clearly not, not American. Here, not American. I'm like, I have the thing right in front of me. I have the number that I'm calling right in front of me. Like, I'm sorry, sir. I have a, I'm going to do a visual. So sorry if you need to watch the thing. I have a letter. Yeah. Okay, that's Sharpie. And that is XO Steven, it says there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I go, sir, I say, I have a, I have a letter from Steven right here. I'm calling you about Steven's stuff. Right. Um, what is it that you can do? Do you know what I mean? Right. I need, I need, I need you. To, and I, it's sounding so weird to me in my voice. So he goes, this is, I have, there's a different uh, line that you call for that. And I'm like, okay. for what? Like that specific brand. And right. I'm like, Freebird by Steven. This is what I called, whatever. I'm confused and bitchy and just like, Ugh, fine. And I think I literally said like, fine, I'll take the number. I'm ready. Like talking like that. Sure. So he gives me the number. Okay. I call it. And I don't, so I don't say he goes like, have a nice day. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, bitchy. Yeah. Yeah. You bitch. Like whatever. I'll I'll get the number. I got what I wanted from you, bud. Yeah. So I call the number. Yes, I am a teacher, but it's not children I teach. Easy as ABC. And I'm here to show you what every woman wants. When I'm through with you, you'll understand why they call me a slut. I can't wait to teach you to pull out that hot poker you're hiding. And let's poker. get started. This is what wow. happens when, so you I, got a, when I try. You got a sex number. I got a sex line and the guy. What are the, what are the first think, four digits? Just read those. It's 888. Ah. Uh. 
three. Usually it's a, it's a 900 number. I know. And I go, okay, this is legit, right? I'm yeah. like, writing it down. All right, all right, dude. You know, Pull out your it. hot poker. And I'm like, Who talks like are that? you kidding? Man. They're fighting back. Yeah. Customer yeah. service is fighting back. And then also, this is why I don't do this, you guys. Like, that's the shit that happens. I'd be a little bit bitchy. And like demand to have my thing fixed. Well, I, and he sends me to a sex line. Uh, oddly enough, this just popped up on my computer. Uh, return shipping label for Freebirds. So okay. So Thanks. whatever you said. Listen, I called a completely different number. Got the j- job done. Um, I don't look. I don't know if you're doing this for me at this point. What? If you're calling this number um, for yourself, you know. Bored, little bored around the house, and uh, you're looking to spice up no, some things. No, like, I was. Give me that hot poker, you guys. Who I calls it a hot poker on the phone, like, and I said out loud at the recording, just like, "Are you fucking kidding yeah. me?" So they gave you a sex number, yes, to call. That's a new one because they knew I they they couldn't find my order number. Sure. So they knew I wasn't like a customer that was gonna like fuck with them. So do you think they did this on purpose? Yes. What do you? What oh, do you? That's think? a ballsy move. What do you think? I would think if they were doing this on purpose to a lot of people, it would be a thing online where people would be like, "Hey, I called Steve Madden's shoes, and guess what? They gave me this dirty sex number." I mean that that chick said she was a little slut, slut wagon I who needed to be fucked. Back, but then what? And then what? I'm bitchy again, and they give me, you know, and they're yeah. just like. Whatever. Well, look, you were bitchy enough that they got the they got the return label, so you're good to go on that. But uh, can you believe I, that? I think that happens with women's shoes a lot, and I'll tell you why. I think that kind of shit happens with women. Yeah, like we can't be bitchy on the phone and try and get what we want. No. Then we turn into like, um, can I talk to your manager? And it's just like, but it's like you just basic it turns white girl into shit noise and yeah. whatever yeah. you say just turns into like you're fucking bitching about. Your boots for your birthday. I'm in India starving. Right. Here's my theory on this, and and in particular women's shoes. I think women have a lot of the same sizes. So uh, certain sizes are are popular. Your size is popular. Mm -hmm. That's a popular size. Whenever I try to get shit for you and that size, it's it's so sold out or on a back order. So here's what I think they do. And this is just a guess. I I don't work for Stephen Madden. Never have. Um, saw Wolf of Wall Street with him. That's about as close as contact as I have with Steve Madden. I saw the documentary. Yeah. But uh, I think th- what they do is since they don't have your size, they want to get your money. So they take your order. They ship you the size. And then by the time you ship it back, then they they've probably it. got your new size in thing. Because the thing is, if you click that button and it says sold out, you're not going to go back there for a couple months. Those are the shoes you wanted. You're probably going to go to another site or try to buy them off eBay. But this ropes you in and is like, hey, we got their money. They're definitely going to, they want the shoes. And then we can play dumb and just say it's the wrong size. By the time they ship them back, new shoes will be in. Bingo, bango, dodge, Durango. We're all fucking done here. Right. Yes. So I think I have solved the riddle today. I'm into that. I'm into that. Because Um, then I called a different number kind of found in the avenue and found a white girl right that was like super apologetic 
Okay. And um, fixed it. And I had been knocked off my high horse. So when I was talking to white girl, uh, you were already knocked I down was a peg. Like yeah. Super sweet. I was like, whatever you can do. Yeah. Like, I get it. It happens. Stuff happens. How I usually oh, am. Oh, James. How I usually am, right? Beaten woman. Yeah. Yeah. So I got beaten by this guy, sent me a sex thing. Totally yeah. embarrassed me. Sure. Because I was just like, that's what I would fucking do to a bitch like me that was calling about my dumb boots. Yeah. yeah. That I, you know, Whatever. Beaten woman looking up at the horse, yeah. just asking for water. Just, yeah, yeah, I need them. I need them fucking water. I need. I need the water. So <laughs> We're fucking like, die. So sweet to her. In the mud, you probably kissed her ass. Oh, um, and she yeah. was just like, "Oh my god!" But she was like me too. Like, I am so sorry. I'm gonna take fifteen percent off. Can I say when you actually call the right oh, number? Oh, look at that. Can I say when you call the right number? Free bird by Steven. Yeah. Great customer okay. service. Okay. Okay. When you call the wrong number, when you call American Tony, sure, they'll send you to a sex line. Well, that, so that's going to happen. I, I do want to give a shout out to American. By the way, whoever hasn't listened to that American Tony episode I did on Drinking Bros when I called, uh, uh, fuck, who was it? AT&T. Uh, look, look up an episode on Drinking Bros called Fuck You, AT&T. It, all of these guys overseas are trying to pass themselves off with American names. They're using cue cards and they're, they've got these written responses. They're yeah. All in Jersey. And I'm like, where are you guys located? Oh, we're in Jersey. Oh, really? Because you sound Indian. Um, what's like what's, what's your name? Uh, Tony? But it's like all the inflection was wrong on Tony, where you're just like, come on. It's like bro. the room where he said he's from New Orleans. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm from the Big Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Nolens. 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 The Big Easy. The Big Easy. <laughs> um, that's, well, that's what they do to you. Um, right. I'm sorry that happened to you today. Well, it's okay. It just reiterates that, like, I am not the person that needs to handle. No. No. Things like that. Like I need to. I, I, I try to tell you to in you. this life, hey, there's responsibilities that both of us have, and that things we're good at and we're not good at. Sure, 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 sure. We sure. know our strengths and weaknesses. That call, you probably should have pushed off on me. Was not my was not my thing. I would have told that guy to get fucked, you know, nine ways on Sunday and describe you to him, called him back. every single position, yeah, of which he could get fucked in. But that's me. Ah, you know, I, I just I don't like that where it's just like. You know, simple solution. Wrong size. Send the fucking thing back. We're we're on. We're good. We're on our way. Like, right. No big deal. But I'm I'm telling you, in the world of online shopping, which okay. everything is heading this way, I would get used to that. I would. Get I'd used be to that. interested to hear if that's something that happens. I've, to I, a lot I, of I I that, that's my theory. Women and mm. um, mm. Okay. I, it make okay. it makes sense because that way they still have your money. You right. can't get it back, and you can't go to another site. And that's my, that's my guess. Maybe, look, maybe a listener out there works for Steven Madden and uh, we can, we can figure out and solve the, I love Steven we can crack the case. You know, I'm not saying troll them or whatever. Maybe this one number, but I, lo- I love them. Yeah. Um, well, we got some, we, I'm saying, we got some sponsors that I'm going to take care of, but do uh, you have another gripe too that, that uh, I want to get to? I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna. This is we're gonna be Jables Day today. This is gripe corner. Yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah, and I want to gripe. It's my birthday. I'm gonna uh, do whatever I want, you guys. I have so many things. Yeah, I get a lot of bees in my bonnet. You Lots do. Of things grind yep. my gears. Yeah. Okay. A lot of salt in your lot popcorn. Of, a lot of toad the wet sprocket. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No, is that not at all. Not one? Nah, it's not. That's not even close to being Let's one. Get to the sponsors, shall we? Uh, Black Rifle Coffee. That um, Black Rifle. Yeah, yeah. BlackRifleCoffee.com is our is our chief. Maybe that's why I tried to call chief sponsor because I had some coffee, Black Rifle Coffee, and I go, 
You know what? I can fucking handle this. Tackle the day. Uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Boom. I'm holding up their K-Cup box. Um, They are the the finest coffee in the biz. Uh, Look, I haven't been drinking this shit for a year. I've I've been a member of their subscription and month club for a year and a half now at this point. Um, I wear their apparel all the fucking time. Uh, boom, boom. And uh, I get the K-Cups, but they got bags. They, it, it's a premium roast-to-order coffee. Also, follow their Instagram. Their Instagram is great. Um, Black Rifle Coffee uh, on Instagram and their stories. And they always have like cool deals running in their stories. And all you have to do is swipe up and you get the dope deal. Uh, as always, um, with the promo code REVOLUTION, you get 20% off. Uh, sign up for the Coffee Club of the Month. It, it, it's great. I, I, I get it delivered to my house uh, every single month. Um, but I will say this, the, uh, the caffeinated as fuck, which is my brand. It's my brand of smokes that I get from there. They, the box still says caffeinated as fuck. However, the, uh, the K cups on the inside just say caffeinated. Now I wonder uh-huh. if like li- little kids are getting a hold of them. Oh. Who knows? Uh, Listen, we don't care about that shit. Yeah. Can't go hard all the time, I guess. Uh, next up we got straightrazors.com. <laughs> oh, shooky. All shooky. Um, straightrazors.com. Look, look, they're my, uh, all of these products are my go-tos every day. Um, they're, they're, sh- they're shaving uh, equipment and their razors and their kits are the finest in the biz. The, f- the fact that they added shampoo and conditioner to their fucking Repet- li- lineup these days. Repertoire. Yeah, is uh, even more fucking ballerific for me. Um, I'm, a, I'm a gigantic fan of straightrazors.com. Their smolder aftershave is, is the best in the biz. So if, if you're looking for like a, a nice aftershave is going to like last you a lifetime where you're like, man, I'm going to use this the rest of my life. It's fucking smolder. I, I cannot not use it anymore. So I'm fucked if they ever go out of business. So please support the show. Go to straightrazors.com. Get a kit. Uh, try out all their man grooming products. And use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. You will not regret it. Again, straightrazors.com. Promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. <sighs> Uh, boom, boom. Uh, <laughs> that hesitation in your voice is probably the hesitation you use for Steve Madden. Um, you can't can't let him show your weakness. You can't let him see any weaknesses. Strikeforceenergy.com. These are the boxes. You're going to see these popping up in 7-Elevens all over the United States. I, I want to say they're already in like 300 right now. Like they, they're just exploding at a rapid rate. Um, I, look, I order them offline, to be honest with you, just because I'm lazy and I don't feel like driving in. These boxes, there's 10 in a box. They're only $9.95 for the fucking box. Um, you squeeze it into uh, it's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. You squeeze it into any liquid available, and you're good to go. Um, you can use it in anything. they got four flavors, original, grape, uh, lemon, and orange. Uh, they also have a subscription month club, which I highly recommend. Um, that way it just shows up to your fucking door. You don't have to do shit. Um, and they deliver everywhere in the entire world. So go to strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. You can kick the can. You do not need a can of fucking energy drinks anymore. These are, these are all the little guys you need. Uh, and they last longer than five-hour energy. Big fan of strikeforceenergy.com. Again, promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Last but not least, we got the Caillou app. That's K-A-Y-U. Uh, that is dropping March 10th. We're doing it in advance, getting ready for the launch, and uh, they got some exciting shit coming up. They got a party down in fucking Charleston, South Carolina. That shit sounds fun. No, man. I saw their fucking promo video online. It looks dope as fuck. Um, bunch of DJs. If you haven't been to Charleston, South Carolina, it's, it's just a goddamn party town. Uh, the best. Big, big fan. Um, but their, their, their new app is uh, trying to get people together from all over the world. Um, let's say you're, you're trying to split costs and lodging. 
concerts, parking, fucking you name it across the board, lodging. Uh, you can meet other people that are going to the same events as you, split the cost, hang out with the people. It's kind of like Tinder, too, where you can see the profile pic and decide whether you want to hang, hang and bang with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nice little hang and bang. Uh, so look out for the Caillou app, K-A-Y-U, that is dropping uh, March 10th. Uh, if you get that app, download it. If you're going to all the bars in Charleston after the, the St. Paddy's Day show, you, you get to drink for free at the bars. Uh, all you have to do is show the app at the doors, which is, which is fucking dope as shit. And they're Green Berets who own that company. So awesome. good peeps. Good fucking peeps at Caillou app. Um, I want to hear... This we, you were talking to I, uh, man I, I'm not gonna say her name but don't say her name but um it's from another uh, episode, episode that yeah. we did yeah where um I was ba- backtrack it for us yeah, yeah, for I the was audience messaging with this girl from L A which you know those are where my friends are I haven't been here for that long so that's where my weird friends are sure but it's constantly like it's reminding me now that you know yeah. Oh, yeah. LA is a weird ass place, you guys. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I'm messaging with this girl about like, oh, I'm trying to have another baby, whatever. Just talking about normal life. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, you're not going to adopt. There's so many kids in the in the world that need a home. Right. Um, I don't think it's a good idea to have more than one kid. Right. All of this shit. All of her dogs are are shelter dogs. Of course, they've all got like tongue, the tongue hanging out the yeah. mouth. The and Sarah McLaughlin dogs. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. They all look like still shelter. Uh, arms dogs. of an angel. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No matter how much you feed them, they they, they look yeah, the so same. It's the same raggedy that dog. Same stupid LA logic. Right. To a child. By the way, do you know? I mean, with my rap sheet, I can't. No. I no. You get can't a, do anything. They James. wouldn't give us a kid. Are you no, kidding? Both no. of us. Uh, forget it. Are you forget and it. it takes so long like that's someone that just doesn't understand the fucking world. So I see this post that old girl. I guess I'll I'll maybe just keep giving updates on this girl who's the what? epitome yeah. of it's your birthday. Fire away, James. This is your day. This is why I don't have any friends. Right. Ah. This is why it's like find Jesse a friend because I, I have other I have other uh, hypotheses uh, on, on I'd that. I'd love to hear them in a second. But mine is yeah. that I'm in some kind of transition that I was ridiculous like a second ago. And I'm like in transition to not being ridiculous and being kind of a normal person, right? Sure. Moved from L.A., yeah. got away from that mentality, right. growing up. Uh, my, Michael Raymond James talks about that when uh, in our interview where, where okay. he was just like, I, I wanted to get out of L.A. This is a ridiculous place and all of that shit. Move, OK, move, yeah, 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 yeah. And you realize like, holy shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because look, when I we're going back next week. Um, yeah. And, and I love to visit. So do yeah. I. But I will say this. There is friends that I no longer hit up to see when I'm there where I'm just like, hey, man, I'm. Uh, I'm good. And because like people hit me up and be like, oh, you're in LA. Why don't you hit me up? And it's like, I'm good. What I'm fine. would I have to talk about? Yeah. If I say one thing that's happening in my life, you know, I'm trying to have a kid or yeah, something. Yeah. I get a fucking weird, you should adopt a shelter dog. Sure. Talk. Yeah. Um, so she put a post up that said, Hey guys, looking for a place in LA for a week for the pups and I. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, at our age, we don't like stay at other people's houses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And especially with your shelter dogs. Sure. With I, your you, litter of it, shelter dogs. It's hard to bring any dog you can't. into by the way, somebody you guys, else's you house. You can't, and you shouldn't do it, no, by the way. No, because the other people feel bad. They're not going to say no. 
and and you're gonna take this dog, and that's that's gonna be that. But it's it, it's a massive inconvenience, it's and like a bigger burden yeah. than a child. Well, uh, that's 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 a little no, much. No, because but, the child yeah. you're keeping with you, they're in your sure. space. The dog. I, I would still put a dog at second. Okay, okay, um, okay. And I'm thinking. No one's going to get back to her on this, right? Like at our age. Was it on Facebook? Was yeah. this a blanket post of like, yeah. hey, let's 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 try yes. to blanket the L.A. So area? This is a blanket post. By the way, me and her don't really talk after that conversation. Right. I <laughs> so figured. this might be bitter. I, I, yeah. Well, I said that on the show. I was like, you'll never talk to her again. No. Because what the fuck? Yeah. But anyways, so I thought no one's going to get back to her, right? Right. That's ridiculous. Someone right away, right away gets back. Um says you can stay at my house you can stay in the rv or you can stay in the house whichever one you want and um and i thought oh geez like she just fucking lucked out yeah, right yeah. with this dumbass fucking pr- like if you can't stay in an airbnb or a hotel yeah you don't get to go yeah, yeah. you don't get to go yeah. sorry um so <laughs> she writes thanks love Trying to find a place that doesn't have dogs because Wyatt is so aggressive with other dogs. He doesn't know. Um, we have him in training to help with that. Thanks anyways. Oh, there's that risk rescue dog for you. There it is. Not only yeah. are you coming with yep. your dogs, but, but they're, they're the worst. aggressive. Yeah. They're not good with other dogs. No. Probably not with kids or people. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, that's Who are that's, you? that's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? And this fucking girl, sweet. She looked sweet. That was like, please. Yeah. She was gonna take in old yeah. girl. She you have two. T- you have two options. You can you can you stay can home stay or RV. RV. Yeah, your call. Then she wrote back again. Okay, well the dogs are not really close to the RV, so if you can't find any place, it's just like, who are you? Wow. What kind of life is that? I don't know. I don't know. Your friends, though, I, I will say of. Uh, always been the oddest uh, like on the planet like super weird friends i don't i keep and i think a- it's because of where you grew up and just that whole i and again you were you're normal seemingly um i'm a little weird though yeah a little weird but not you're practical whereas everybody else who has grown up in la i i haven't met any fucking normal people who like kids who are well adjusted and grow up to be adults in Los Angeles. Something's always fucking off. Something's, Something's always, always fucking off. weird. And, uh, you know, LA as a whole, it's a, it's a transient city where people are fucking moving in from all over the country. You know, there are very few people that actually live there and, and were born and raised there. Um, and I think it's like, it's really not conducive to have kids there. Like no, no, not at all. So not at all. There's people that are my age and older that are like, that don't have kids. They think maybe someday they will. Sure. Which is irresponsible past 40, but. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, they're, so they're my age being like, maybe someday I'll get married and have kids. And, right. And you can't have them in LA. And the fast pace, like how much work you have to do to like Boy. afford your apartment. You can't even think about having kids. So that puts you also in a bracket of like, you think that you can, like, you're so in your own fucking ass. Yeah. And you don't have a kid to put your fucking life into perspective or something else to put your life into perspective so that you think that you can like ask people to stay at their house with yourself and your shelter dogs. Yeah. For a week. uh, It's pretty crazy. 
It's pretty fucking crazy. But everything is crazy there. I mean, I look, I was I, I, I looked up that last house I, I tried to buy there right before I uh, wasn't sure if we were going to stay or whatever and it was just uh, uh it, the the price tag was 6.99 and it was uh 2000 square feet house. Okay. Two bedroom. Two, Wait, in LA that's amazing though. I want to say like 1950. It was just under 2000 square feet, right? Well, sure. Uh, I guess, but the property taxes on it at the time were uh, around $15,000 a year, um, which, and, and it's, you know, Studio City, right? Uh, which is fine. It's, it's cool. There's a lot of shit around there, um, obviously close to the studios. And uh, I looked up that property now. It is $1.3 million. Property taxes are up to $28,000. You're that I mean that you're essentially keeping somebody on staff. Like that's that's what an assistant would cost at a Hollywood agency. Right. You're paying for an assistant that is not doing anything just in property taxes. Yeah. So when you start living in that mentality, um, you know, you start growing up in houses that are too small, not enough rooms. Weird shit starts to happen Weird in shit LA. Starts to happen. Weird shit and starts I- to happen. When you're when you're paying cuz at a minimum the lowest price you've seen per, for a private school there is, is 25K a year. So you're paying that from kindergarten on up. Oh, yeah. All the way to college. And, you know, again, all those people out there who are like, oh, man, we believe in equality and all that shit. The reason why everybody's in private school is 83% of Los Angeles County is Latino. So it's people who just came in from over the border. They're trying to learn English. So K through five. And because I, a friend of ours was a teacher and I talked to him about it, like K through five, they're, they're just teaching English to these kids. Right. So like your kid, if you were, you know, a normal white kid who grew up there, it's just sitting there listening to other people try to speak English and learn things like you're fucked. You can't go to public school. Right. So that mentality alone, unless you're in Calabasas or Ventura or yes, but that's way outside of it. You got to get outside of LA. Yeah. Um, so that mentality to start with as a child is already fucking weird where it's like, why don't I go to a public school? Why don't, why, why is there no other people of race or any other culture here? Um, you just get insulated. And I think that's what happens with everybody in LA and especially like I'm saying this girl, my age in LA with her dogs, it's like, you don't, you use Postmates, you use Grubhub, you are on the internet, you Uber, you don't really... That, that's the other thing is, is the the drive to school too to these schools is all over because you you don't live near the school you usually live above it in the hills or below it and somewhere else so you're looking with traffic drive time every day about forty five minutes to get to school forty five minutes after school kids in the car you're stuck in traffic um, I mean it's starting out your life like that I mean you're just looking at an iPad in the back of the car at that point sure um, and that builds up into the the you know, latter stages of life until you go away to college. And then it's a fucking culture shock where you're just like, whoa, this did not go down as, as I hoped. Yeah. These people are dumb. Yeah. You start, you know, that's when you get into the Tide Pod fucking keg stands, all that other shit. And you're not used to that. You've never right. heard of it. And you're like, oh, all right, cool. Um, so I, look, you're already at a disadvantage. The people who say it's great, and do it like, you know, celebrities like fucking Matt Damon and George Clooney and all those guys, their kids are never going to have to worry about anything in life anyway. So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter doesn't what matter. they end up being like. No. They don't need to like deal with, you know, trying to find friends. I guess they do, but they will have some built in rich ass friends that they play with, whatever. Yeah. And um, they will, you automatically find in your pay 
you know, yeah. <laughs> in your tax friends bracket, that are, yeah, yeah. you find friends in your tax bracket because you're going to be going on the trip to wherever. And you, yep. if you want friends to come with you, they need to be in your same tax bracket. So it all kind of insulates themselves too. The other thing is I don't want to be super, um, not feminist, but you know that I'm not at all. So there's another thing of like at a certain age when you don't have kids, like you get into this really selfish like a uh, world this really selfish territory like somebody that like wa- that watched jacks for us our son yeah and um and was like after she watched him was like i left my trader joe's lotion there and it was like a fucking emergency sure it was like that was the only i have to get it i don't know what you're doing today i'm like I'm taking him to school. I'm running around. I was, I'll, yeah, I'll try yeah. and get it to you. But it's like, I really need it. I don't know if you can like mail it or, t- you know what I mean? I'm just like, that's the kind of shit that's important to you. It now. is. But, but I will say this uh, to, to that point. I, I remember things before having a child that were important to me that were like that too, where I was just like, if I don't get this fucking dose Manos burrito from, uh, from Baja Fresh, dead serious, where I was okay. just like, I, I, you, cause you find ways you don't realize how much time you really do have on your hands and how much time is wasted. Oh and it, when, when, when you don't have a child Ugh. and, but the thing is, is like, in no way do I look back on my life and say, Oh man, I wish, I wish I was just single every day and hanging out. Like I, I enjoy having children and all that other stuff. Like I look back at those times and I was like, fuck, what did I do with all my time? What I know I what do? I, I know what I did. I like, I wrote day in and day out. So like right. my, my, my life didn't change. Cause I was always doing something. I couldn't just sit there and hang out or, or whatever. I felt lazy. Like it, it would feel lazy to me. And I've never been like that my entire life, but little things like that, like the Trader Joe's lotion or getting, I would be like that getting food across town or mm-hmm. a coffee or mm-hmm. your, your one favorite thing that you have or you want to do throughout the day. And it seems like the end of the world that happened to me. And I'm sure it's happened to you too, where look, if homegirl decides to have kids, she'll see and she'll be like, oh man, the rest yeah. of this is just so fucking stupid. Right. But uh, that's what I was doing. So I'll tell you what I was doing before kids. Yeah. I was making, putting a lot of importance on Trader Joe's lotion, probably a little nicer than that, but lotion. Right. And uh, I was like pissed at people that brought their kids into restaurants. I thought you just, I, I probably said out loud, you just don't get to go out. Do you know what I mean? Like, Stay at home. Like, I'm sorry. If you have kids, like, that's it. Yeah. You can wait until they're older. Get a fucking babysitter. Yeah. That shit. Or when I see someone walking on the plane with a kid, I would be like, oh, fuck. You don't get to travel. Okay. Sorry you had a kid. And like that kind of shit would come out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. Or be, I think I would leave it up in the brain, but it would be a real thought that I would have. All of us. And like the last flight I was on, um, I was by myself and I was coming back from Salt Lake City. There was a baby and I was on the red eye and there was a baby who screamed for five hours straight all the way back east. And literally the looks that I threw behind my shoulder were just daggers. And I was like, I, I've had a child. Like, no, um, we've had a screaming one. Yeah. The, and and it's still not, no, no, not no, no, Jax has been pretty good. Um, so, so luckily like flying and all that other stuff, travel wise, like we, we, we've been good. We've been fortunate. We've yes. been, we've, we've been yes. lucky with him. Uh, others have not, but, but yeah, you're right. Like you've done it. I've done it. We've all fucking done it at some point. And again, you're saying even with a kid, 
I do it sometimes. My my last thing to to button this this yeah, this story up by up. the way is 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 the following. I don't trust people now over the age of 40 who don't have kids. I don't. Something is something is wrong. I sometimes okay. I, I hear like, you. I hear you, but I sometimes think like there's part of me that's like am I doing it right or are they doing it right? Or are both equally right? I just know that I can't really hang out with them that much. Do you know what I mean? Mine is like, look, I, you can fill it up with hobbies and other shit. Yeah. But it's it, to me, it's it feels like a lonely life. Um, look, and it's clearly a choice. Like some oh, people just sure. don't want to have them, and that, sure. and that's fine. Like I, I, I don't. And care. they're probably looking at us like, oh yeah, we're real fucking sad. Like, but I and look, there is your friends who are cool about it, like Matt. Uh, totally. Matt Best is, is great. Like, dude, he'll be like, dude, bring the kids, come out, like, yeah. like have fun. He's awesome. Um, but then you have other friends who are just like, yo, I, I you come over, I want a fucking party, blah blah blah. Right, right. Where you're just like, uh, all right, cool, but like, I'm no. not gonna just leave my wife and kid and just right, come right, and right. rage today. Right. Uh, love to. Sure. Um, but not going to. Yeah. Not definitely not going yeah. to. There's some friends though that I see fucking traveling and like still partying and stuff and i'm like are they doing it right i don't know they yeah. seem happy yeah yeah the only thing i have to uh, make myself better feel better is when they get old real old yeah it might not be that cute anymore for no them and it's to just you like partying it's just, and it's just you and then you you know you drop off because uh, look when you get older and your kids go to high school college whatever you're still gonna have plenty of time by yourself so from the moment all the way up to you have a child to when that child goes off to college. That's a lot. Still a lot of time with yourself to, to really. All right, cool. You're not really in your prime, though, unfortunately, but you can make it work. Sort of. It, it button it up a little bit. It depends, though. Like I, I have seen like friends of mine's uh, parents who are, are, are great travel party, do all the shit where you're just like, all right, cool. But it takes money. Yeah. Um, and you have to be best friends with your partner in order to do that and, and, and live that life because otherwise then no, you're, you know, fucking weird, man. Just walking around, you know, yeah, doing neighborhood shit and that's about it. But I, you know, I, I don't know. Look, I, I am going to make this your day today all the way around because I read, this is, this is Jable's birthday. <laughs> This is guys, this is I'm still J Day. Ah, ah, AK. Ah. I'm sorry. I know that was all annoying. But no, you know, it's fine. Jade, off your chest. Yeah, it's it's your birthday. Um, your favorite actor was was trending today, um, on Ooh. Twitter. Brendan Fraser. Oh, I love me some Brendan Fraser. Yeah. My first crush. You love you love a little B phrase. My first crush that I had like tingly feelings about. Yeah, he had a he's had an odd career. Um, yes. Where he started off strong crushing it and the then next big thing disappeared for 10 years mm-hmm. um and i i couldn't figure it out i don't know what it was from uh n- nobody really did and he just disappeared off the face of the planet i i heard he had kids and didn't he start to do really horrible stuff though and it was like maybe somebody was like no the the mummy three was his last thing and i i don't think it did crazy well but it did enough it did did enough internationally that it's like dude you you don't not get brendan frazier for something um but why he was trending is he's back and he's doing tv now Mm -hmm. uh doing a show for fx and for the first time in like 10 years he opened up about his life and and what had happened i thought so before knowing anything about him i would have said gay 
in the closets, didn't want to deal with society or, or all of that shit and just said, I've made enough money. I'm good. That was my guess. Um, I, I, I've never met Brendan Fraser and I don't know him. Um, I was, I was pleasantly surprised when I read this article of what really happened to him over the last 10 years. Uh, he had three children, um, three boys, Mm -hmm. um, lives on a, he lives, it says he lives about an an hour outside of New York city. He's got horses, huge (sighs) fucking thing, everything married, three kids. Uh, one of the, the, the children has autism. Um, so he's been teaching the brothers how to take care of the, the other brother and, and, and all of that stuff. Um, and, uh, the, the, the biggest thing was he said he got, it, it was injuries. He said he got hurt. Uh, um, on and, what? And, well, that, that's what I was thinking. And I was like, man, on what? And I was like, well, those mummy movies were pretty aggressive. Like you're doing a lot of green screen stuff, jumping, people okay. are tackling you. Like I, I have done very little of that type of work. But the work that I did with like wires and all that shit, I got, I got fucking hurt and it fucked me up for a couple of years. Um, I can't imagine a rigorous schedule. And that was one movie of doing some, some wire work and shit. And like, I can't imagine doing these big action movies where he, he, you want to be the guy and you want to do your own stunts. And that's, that's kind of what the, the male actor vibe is and what, and what, what you kind of feel when you're on set where you're like, oh, I can fucking do this, dude. I don't yeah. need the stunt guy. And the stunt guys are there and they're just like, <laughs> and the stunt guys would rather you do it. They don't want to get hurt. They're like, Oh yeah, really? yeah cool. If you, if you want, I mean, they're, they're nice enough where they're like, Hey, I'm sure they're like, great. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. But they also give you that knowing nod of like, Oh cool. You're, you're going to get fucked up on this. Okay, like, Oh yeah, hey, you want to do that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, look, there's a t- there's a reason why Tom Cruise has a broken ankle isn't limping around the world right now. Use your stunt doubles, yes, guys. He refuses to. But so did Brendan Fraser, he said. And he said that, you know, after all of these mummy movies, all of this shit. Um, and he also said the physical comedy from all of those movies, like Encino Man and all of that shit. He goes, I was always constantly falling down. And he's like, if you look back at it, like I was crashing into things. I was the dumb guy who was crashing into things all the time. And he goes, and when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like Brendan Fraser's right. He was always smashing into shit. And he was like the dumb guy who was, uh, I like uh. a serious Brendan Fraser though. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I have only seen him in one thing serious and it was crash. Oh, well school ties. School ties was 1991. I'm just saying like, right. I like but the, over the direction years, he was going with the serious he's stuff. He's been famous. Yeah, thing, yeah. But, but he's been famous for s- since fucking 1991 or whenever School yes. Ties came out. Yeah, that is a long goddamn time and a lot of fucking movies. Um, he's only done a couple dramas. The rest were the, this physical shit. So he said um, that his back completely gave out. That over the course of eight years, he had seven back surgeries. Holy he shit. had to have his knee replaced. Um, and he he was like, man. He goes, honestly, I I was in too much pain. And he goes. He said he started to become like obsessive and addictive with ice packs where he goes, it almost became a fetish of how much ice could I put on this to make myself feel better because I was in so much pain every single day. So finally he called it after that third mommy movie and said, I got to get these surgeries done. He said seven in the last eight years, finally knee replaced, finally feeling good enough and uh, is getting back in the game now. But I was like, and when I read this article, like, 
the the guy who was interviewing it, it's in GQ, by the way, for anybody who's curious about it. Uh, when I read this article, the, the interviewer said he started tearing up, that he started getting emotional about it, where, where you could tell how much pain that he was in. Um, another weird story. It makes me so sad because we had made fun of him because he popped back up in this uh, show called The Affair. Yes. On Showtime, which yep. was like the first time you like saw Brendan Fraser again. Yeah. And he was like big and bloated and you were like. Oh, he was. Yeah. So you're mm. just like pills. Ah, fuck you. What'd you do? Like, yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. I would cry too if the whole world was just like, fuck you. And yeah. you're like, dude, I'm in so much pain. And, like, and that was the other side of it. He said it was like, dude, when you're the leading man and you're good looking and all of that shit, if anything is wrong with you, hair, looks, all that stuff, like. People start to pile on and he's like, look, it's, I know. Uh, (laughs) And and then he said he was sexually assaulted. Um, Stop. Yeah. At the, uh, at the Golden Globes by one of the, the uh, board members, I guess you would call it of the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes is, is awesome and fun, but it's, it's a joke of a, an association. It's, it's like 30 foreign press reporters. You could pretty much buy off those awards. The studios buy them off. Like it's, everybody knows that. Um, but he said he was at the, the Beverly Hills hotel and, and so, the, a guy came up behind him, grabbed his ass, cupped it underneath his cheek and then rubbed his taint with his middle finger. And this is in the article. And I was like, Whoa. And you're he was, lying to me now. I, I swear to God. So this is in the article. He said he filed a complaint, emailed somebody or called somebody or whatever. Um, and they did nothing about it. The guy, they interviewed this guy for the story from the Hollywood Foreign Press, and he was just like, this is a total fabrication and a lie, and this never happened, blah, blah, blah. And Brendan Fraser's like, I felt embarrassed and humiliated about it and all of this shit. And I'm like, man, I, I again, with a, when this happens to a dude, like a Brendan Fraser or a Terry Crews, Terry Crews is suing for that guy who, who grabbed his dick at a party in front of his wife. You're a big enough, Brendan Fraser's a big guy. Now he's 6'3", probably Two thirty, that guy. Um, you're gonna tell me some gay guy's gonna stop you from, you know, some little gay guy from grabbing your ass, and you're you're not gonna do anything about it, or you know, choke the guy, or and, and he said he was worried about his career and all that, and I get that, but like, fuck, man, somebody grabs my ass, the first thing I do, man or woman, is turn and grab their fucking hand, and say, whoa, what the fuck is this, you know? Right. Obviously, if it's a lady, I let him continue. Ooh, I'm kidding. Hey. No, but uh, the you turn and grab him, and you're like, yo, what the fuck, bro? Um. That, that should have been the first response. When I hear these stories like that, I'm like, ah, do we really need to tell that story? No. Because he called back in. Like the reporter had said he left. And Brendan Fraser called him back and was like, hey, man, there was something I never told you. And I really wanted to tell the world. And that was this story. Brendan. And he said he was friends with like Rose McGowan and those guys. And, and you know, they inspired the courage in him to come out and all that stuff. And it was just like, man, you were a big fucking dude, an action star. And, and at that point. He's in his prime for the mummies and crash and all that shit. Like, you know, a gay guy's grabbing your ass. Like, dude, if you let him get to the taint from from starting with your cheek to to the taint. And you haven't turned around and slapped someone. Like, it's your own problem. Maybe you. It's your own, that's your own issue Maybe you at that were point. like, yeah. for a second, liked it and then got Thought pissed, it was a lady. Got pissed that you liked it. Yeah. Um, thought it was a lady. So I, I, I the, the rest of the article was great. And, and then he called back for that. And I was just like, don't call. Don't, back don't leave it. Leave it at that. Yeah, like man. You. And he's like shooting. Like you again. He's shooting bow, bows and arrows at his property and all that shit. He's got horses that he takes care of. Like he's a, he's got three boys. He's, he's a man's man where you're like, sure. yo, you really fucking offended that some dude grabbed your ass. Like, like, fuck, come on. Bro. Just 
turn around and give him a little rap on the beak. I don't understand that. I don't understand it. Um, I don't like still this strange idea to me. of like, hey, guys get sexually harassed too. A little rap on the beak. A little rap on the beak. And again, I'm, I'm saying this from a, from a place of I've had numerous gay guys hit on me, grab my ass, whatever, out. Um, one of them even grabbed my ding dong. We talked about that on you the show. You didn't feel like your life was in danger. Nope. You didn't feel like. Felt flattered. Hey, congratulations. Like still got it. You didn't it. feel scared. Still doing it. Nope. Yep. Nothing and about any of difference. that. That's yeah. the difference that, you, you know, guys that are trying to make it. So we, us too. Yeah. So I, no, I, there's I, a difference between going through your life feeling like it's threatened yeah. when you walk out the door. And like so, some of my early jobs on, like I worked, you know, at gay parties and things like that, like um, for celebrities and shit like that. And it was just like, fuck, nobody was ever to me as a guy. You're not going to be put in that position unless you want something out of that person. Right. So I, I otherwise, yeah, you can fend off whoever you want. I, it's, you know. If you're fucking 411 and you weigh 110 pounds and there's nothing you can do and or a child like that's a different story. Yeah, you can't compare that to a woman who is like you could beat me up right now. Right. Like if I say no exactly. to you, yep. if I say no to you, one of the possibilities not only losing my job is that you could actually probably strangle me. Oh yeah, like like the, like the Harvey Weinstein shit is is scary. That's a big guy that the if big you guy. say no. Yeah. There is a possibility that he could hurt you physically yes. and you would have, there's no way a woman can fight him off. Yeah. Whereas if a guy gets his taint rubbed, there's no feeling of like, I could get strangled to death right now. Yeah. It's literally just like, mm, that sucked. Yeah. And I'm sure it sucked and I'm sure it did not feel good. Well, it did. It but did. you didn't like that it felt good. Yeah. So. I Brendan, he's huge. He's huge. He's Shut a big up. man. I, I, I don't Anyways. get it. So that was the only disappointing pointing <laughs> yeah, part of yeah. that story. I went from like, oh, I'm going to cry. I love you. To, to like, hey, man, you don't have to call back and say you got your, your, your taint rubs. And he, by the way, he specifically uses the word taint in the article, oh. which is like. <laughs> you got to love it. You got to love it because you have to let them know that it wasn't just the butt. Uh, it was like the taint. went all the way it in. It was the taint. To the um. Yeah. So I just say one thing: if you don't have kids, wow, you're going back, huh? I feel bad. You're going back for a second. If you don't have kids, you may be doing it right. Okay. Yeah. You may be doing it right. I have no idea. I envy you. Um. You know, sixty percent of the time, I go, oh fuck, <laughs> wouldn't that be great? And I don't know what the right way is. I don't know if it's to have kids or to not have kids. So I that sound it sounded before a little bit like I was like, if you don't have kids, you're an idiot. Right. Which a lot of our listeners probably don't. Not and either no, because I, they can't. So like I don't want to get into territory of like you no, can't no, have no. kids. No, no, no. Look, like, if you can't have kids, it's a different story. But you never know people's issues, but like sure. there is a definite difference between people that do and 100%, people that don't. Yes. I don't know which one is better. Probably me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, then I go right back we can, into it. Yeah, <laughs> we, can, we can just turn that. We can just turn the, the, anyway, the boat else, around on this one and head back to shore. What else do you have for my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to say this. Just because the uh, Olympics are down and out in Beverly Hills and the right. ratings are in the toilet and America's not winning anything, I, I like last night, it was, it was late. Um, I, I saw the, the USA women's hockey team was trending and I was like, huh? And it says they're going for gold and they were playing Canada. 
And I was like, fucking. Like, no way. There can't. I was like, there can't be that many people super jazzed about women's, women's hockey. Women's hockey. Uh, and I want to say that I've never watched it before, except for when it was introduced, like, I don't know, 20 years ago, whenever it was. And it was like, games were 18 to zero. They could barely skate. It was fucking ridiculous. And I was like, this is dumb. Right. This is This is just another sport of women proving that they can do the same things as men. And it's fucking awful. Um, so I turned this on last yeah, night, yeah, yeah. fully expecting the same <laughs> results. No, I was sorely mistaken. And I want to apologize to the women out there of, of hockey that I, I had no idea how far the game has come and how far their skill sets have come. It was fucking awesome. Really? Yes. Skills uh, virtually the same as, as a man. Um, they could skate faster than men. They were quicker, more agile. Uh, they were relentless on that fucking ice. And they weren't lumbering or slow pace or looking for big hits into the glass because um, it slows the game down, you know, and it's it's kind of tiresome when it's just like ugh, big guys, you know, bumping each other into the glass every single play. There's not a lot of shots on goal, all that shit. This is the opposite for women. I mean, they're flying around the rink, fucking ripping shots on goal the entire game. And where I was just like, oh, fuck. And I was like, I, I, I can't turn this off. Uh, and it became like 1130. 1230 and it was still one thirty, oh still on. And I was like, shit, I can't go to bed yet because I've got to finish this out. And I was thinking about, it, I was like, oh man, the West coast is in the heat of this. And they they were probably the ones that were firing up Twitter because that's prime time for them. Right. East coast is super late. And I looked up the ratings this morning and the ratings were awful on the game simply because the game was too late for anybody to see on the East coast. You already, you automatically lose half your audience, but I stayed up and it went to overtime uh, unbelievably exciting overtime, ripping shots, uh, amazing. And then it, it went to a shootout after that. Um, even the shootout Jeez. went into extra shots and the, the ladies won the gold. I mean, it was, it was like a pinata went off full of American shit all over the, the, the ice. Some of the, the women from Canada didn't want the silver medal. Uh, they hadn't lost in 20 years. It's like, it, we don't take silver. Yeah. I mean, because that's, look, hockey is Canada's sport. That That is not sure. ours. Um, Undeniable. Uh, exactly. So for, for for us, for the USA to beat Canada in hockey was a big deal. And again, they hadn't lost in 20 fucking years. Um, it, it was really, really fucking cool to see. And I was like, oh, shit, the Olympics are back. And, yeah. I, and I looked at my watch. That the last shot didn't go down to like I don't know, one fifty five east in the morning on East Coast time, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, it's probably just me that's up on the East Coast, and the Olympics are not back. Sure enough, the ratings were awful, and it was just of like, course. but that was the most exciting. Yeah. Besides Sean White, that was the most exciting part of the Olympics, um, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, on the news it said like my little news alert. It's like while you were sleeping. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did it, women, did it say yes, why you were sleeping? It said while you were sleeping. I thought, mm, judgy. Fucking knew it. I said judgy. You don't know if I'm partying. You don't I know what kind of person I am. fucking knew it. Um, yeah. uh, so, so that was cool. And then uh, the other story like that that was up, and I was, which was late, that kind of broke, was uh, Michael Rappaport got fired from Barstool Sports. What? Yeah. Why? And uh, talking shit on their, their fans. So fans? yeah, he got on and made a comment and said, anybody barstool fans are, are known as stoolies. They're the stoolies. Okay. Um, is it a weird name? You bet. Um, sto like stoolie poop. back in the day, back in our parents' generation, that was, that was code for snitch. 
So if you were a stoolie, you were a fucking snitch. Oh. Um, I, and I get it. Look, you, look, I love Barstool Sports, and I'm saying this from a, from a place oh, of love. Yeah. It just you need a different nickname for your, you know. Sure. For your for your crew than sure. stoolies. Sure, 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 um, sure, sure. Not not only for you know it being the the old code for snitch, but it also sounds like stool sample. You know. Right. So maybe just come up with another one. Take that advice or not take that advice. You can do whatever you want. Up to you guys. But uh, what you can't do is insult your own fans. And yeah. So what what he did because Michael Rappaport was under the Barstool Sports moniker. Oh yeah. Um, was he got on Twitter and just said anybody who's calling themselves a fucking stoolie is a goddamn loser. Why? I mean, why was he saying that? I. It, the up, the explanation the James Sitch? Yeah, I, more than that okay. um th- they were not happy about his comments consistent comments on Trump the fans uh they were not happy about his consistent hatred for LeBron James um but then his all of a sudden turning around and loving him yes maybe they didn't like that yes I didn't like so that. like there was a bunch of comments on that over the weekend huh and this is what led him to say that. Um, about his, you know, switching his stance on Le- on LeBron James, mm. uh, the president of Barstool Sports, uh, a guy named Dave Portnoy, was like he he made the video from bed firing Michael Rappaport, and just said, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" And he was like, he was I, I, literally, you could tell the guy just woke up, and he goes, "Man, I just woke up to fucking fifty thousand texts." He goes, "I just got back from they just bought Rough and Rowdy that that boxing tournament in West Virginia." Mm-hmm. And he goes, man, I just got back. I just wanted to fucking sleep. The phone's going off a million times. You've insulted all of our fan base. He goes, you work for Barstool Sports. I, I, I started Barstool Sports. I fucking, he goes, and he was brutally honest. He goes, look, I have a private jet. I have a home in Nantucket. I have the most amazing life I could possibly have in New York City because, because of, of the fans of Barstool Sports. And he goes, why would you fuck this up? And he goes, I love you, man, but you just need to shut the fuck up sometimes. Like, this is crazy. Um, but he had, R- Michael Rappaport had gotten into it with the Barstool fans over and over and over again. And what I didn't know, and what I found out last night was, it turned out most of the Barstool fans hated Michael Rappaport. Hmm. Um, it just... Uh, most of their fans are Trump, Trump guys, Mm. um, partiers, that type of shit. It's just the opposite life of, of what Michael Rappaport is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I would have thought to myself, ah, it's a clean break or whatever. Uh, no Rappaport went on a, a rage against Barstool sports and Barstool sports in turn went on a rage about him and, uh, whatever said, drove his show to number one. Um, that's, that's what drove the show to uh, Rappaport show to number one. Um, and at the crux of it was apparently, uh, what, what really stuck in Michael Rappaport's crawl. And again, he's been on the show. I like, Mm -hmm. I like Michael Rappaport as a person. Me too. Um, and it was a great, I had a, we did a great show with him. It was fantastic. I I would happily have him back on. He's a good dude, um, in real life. And he invited us into his house and, uh, uh, this one I will side with, with Rappaport on what he was pissed about was originally uh, the president of Barstool Sports sent a text to him before he made this video saying, hey, man, I got to fire you. Like, you can't fucking insult the fans, all this other shit. Mm -hmm. There is an NFL insider who does all of the NFL uh, news across the board. He breaks every NFL story there is named Ian Rappaport. 
Um, the text he sent went to Ian Rappaport, not Michael Rappaport. Therefore, Michael Rappaport didn't know that he was getting fired until he saw that video on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. No. So he had to go back and... Where did you hear all So Michael Rappaport did a show. Okay. He did a show explaining this whole situation. That's how it went to number one. Um, Got it. And he, uh, he went on a half-hour rant fest ripping Barstool, their fans, every single person that works for them. And when I say every single person, I'm talking every single fucking person that works there for a good half hour straight. So after this gold medal game ended, listen. I listened to, yeah. to that show for another half hour. That's why I didn't come to bed till like 2.30 in the so morning. it's him. There's on his feed. It's him like ass raping. Yes. Is that the Barstool sports guy? Yes. And, and that, it was like that's R. the president. R. I. P. Him and like this show's burning it down. That's, R. I. P. So that's that's the president. So I checked. I checked iTunes, and uh, so part of me was like, maybe this is a publicity stunt that they're doing. You know, they're both in on it. Get, gets ratings because the the top five shows on iTunes were all Barstool Sports shows, including Rappaport's. Okay. But the logo was gone from Barstool Sports on his. On his yeah. Yeah, and he went after every single person so aggressively. I mean, it was... It, I love it. It's an amazing... Sh- if you get a, a chance to listen to Michael Rappaport going hard against uh, uh, Barstool Sports, holy shit. I mean, he called people out for doing steroids. He said the president was ugly, um, that he was trying to make himself look good. He <laughs> thought he looked good. I mean, it, it, it did not fucking stop. Rappaport was like... Your fucking talent at at Mm. Barstool Sports sucks. Your on-air guys suck. And he goes, I like Pat McAfee. And he goes, that's about it. But let's be honest. He's not Rappaport. And he goes, he's not funny as me. He's not as quick as me. He doesn't rant like me. And I was just like, oh, shit. He's not wrong. Look, Rappaport is great. I I think me personally, though, with and he didn't used to be like this. And neither did most of these celebrities, by the way. Like he's gone too far down the rabbit hole politically where it's just, that's a tough thing to dig yourself out of now. And you know, you're alienating a lot of fucking Mm -hmm. fans. And I think when you could just be funny and fucking talk shit and fucking nobody needs his rap knowledge is fucking unparalleled. Yeah. He could be that guy. And especially when you're doing a sports show like Rappaport is, is doing there really is no need for politics. I mean, you're asking athletes about their life, their game, all that other shit, you know, maybe some political sense that are taking towards whatever there is. He was disjointed in what he was going after. Like in the beginning, he was all talking about actors. He was talking about acting and rap and kind of, you know, film, more more film film. and music. Then he moved into fantasy football. Barstool bought him. Right, but before that, he was moving into fantasy football. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, he wasn't much talking about what he was talking about before. And then it was like he moved into hardcore sports. It was all sports. And right. then Barstool got him. But then it's like he... Bar- Barstool got him because he was he, he got you know, into yeah, sports. Into but sports. But what, what the, the president said and, and what other members of Barstool Sports are saying of like, look, Rappaport was trying to make his show bigger. And he's like, dude, I'll, I'll post the text messages of him constantly hitting us up saying, yo, I, I want to be here and I want you to promote my show and, and blah, 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 blah. So like... I think, you know, with Rappaport's show, a lot of those, the reason why the show got big is because you brought in all those Barstool fans. Yep. Um, that was and a big fan base. And for you to turn and, and shit on them is tough. And especially when you switch 
what your show used to be to what it is now, and you start going hardcore politics when people don't really want to fucking hear about that shit. If you want to hear a political show, you're going to go to like Pod Saves America or or things like that. We talk about politics on the show, and people know that. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm not. We're not billing ourselves as a sports show, right? Um, we have, we have athletes on, and it's great. But uh, we, we don't bill ourselves as a sports show. No, we mostly just talk about Steve Madden and pop culture. Yeah. Um, day to day shit that goes on, uh, and, and topical stuff in the news. Yeah. So if I suddenly switched and started railing on a candidate over and over and over again on social media and, and that uh, fans would be turned off by it, you know, I, and I get that. So like him firing him from Barstool Sports uh, isn't really surprising at this point, um, no. just because I, I follow Michael Rappaport on social media. But but I will say this, trying to recover the thing that Barstool is missing is is big personalities. Look, we'd work for Barstool in a second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 I open invitation. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy Barstool, and um, I do, and I, I, I like sports. I like all their events. Uh, when we went back to the Ohio State game, um, they do live shows the same way we do live shows, and uh, yes, it, 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 they cover things across the board too. So, like, you know, our format would kind of fit in there too. But just yeah. saying, I, I'm surprised that Rappaport would mess that up. So I know I'm not surprised at why he's fired, but I'm surprised that he would go there because this is a huge step for him and his podcast. Like I said before, he wasn't even on the chart. And and you're on, you know, with the Barstool deal, Barstool got uh, Sirius XM. They have their own channel on Sirius XM 24 hours a day. So his podcasts were playing on Sirius XM radio as well. So like that's I mean. That's another fucking huge audience to throw away. Um, but I, look, Michael Rappaport, to a man, uh, has been making money for years. He's done well in acting for years and years and years. Um, realistically, he doesn't need that money. He, he probably needed the exposure from Barstool Sports, um, as do any podcast, because it's... He got a divorce. So. It, it, well, still, I, he's fine. He, Atypical's okay. paying him well okay. um, on Netflix. He was on White Famous on Showtime. Okay. And the podcast money is, is is good. Let's not, let's not. Just uh, from his sponsors. That yeah, let's yeah, yeah, let's yeah. not pretend it's not. So he's fine. Um, but but you know you're losing that audience. So I, I for him, I, I'm sure he doesn't care now because he's already his show is big. It doesn't really matter. People are t- tuning in, and yeah. he doesn't need anybody anymore. But I wonder if he can still get those because he was getting a bunch of people in the sports world, big names, right? Because of the Barstool logo? I think he's made a name for himself enough now that it doesn't matter. Would they go against Barstool? Yeah, because there's not a big personality besides Pat McAfee on Barstool Sports that can have the the type of uh, rapport with these guys. So, like, I don't know... Got I don't it. know who replaces them. Um, I They have a couple guys over there that have big followings. Um, I'm not... I'm not a fan of them. I, I like, I, I'm with Rappaport on this. I like, I really like McAfee. Pat McAfee's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the rest of their lineup though is, is pretty boring to me uh, and, and unimpressive and nobody's that quick. And uh, so uh, yeah, I, that all happened last night and I was like, Ooh shit. Um, and the show was dope. I like, I, I listened to Rappaport's show and it was great. I mean, I haven't heard somebody go hard uh, like that in a long time. When he gets pissed. Yeah. He, he like, went, he really went all in for like up. a half hour. He's good. 
Yeah. He can he can really tear he's, you down. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a fast uh, faster. I, I wouldn't say he's faster than me, but I would say it's sure. it's seconds. Um, I'm sure, he'd say the same. No. You guys are not very alike in that way. Not a fucking prayer. <laughs> You're very alike in that way. I would light him up one on one if he came to it. I there's no need for that on a show though, you know. Um, if we did our if we did a sports show together in the morning, sure. Um, but ha- having each other on each other's podcast, there's no reason for that. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, there was also no reason for this Al Franken story that, that popped up. And this is the last part. I don't know how long the show's been going on, but uh, this is the last thing I'll say um, story-wise that I read that was fucking insane to me. Okay. And all this shit popped up super late last night. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so much info. I can't wait to do a show tomorrow. Right. Super Let stoked. me just fall right asleep. Ah, boy, it was great. Um, Al Franken. Uh, obviously was fired for sexual harassment. Not fired, but no, he, 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 he forced re- to step down. Yeah, uh, essentially fired by the Democratic Party because mm-hmm. they all asked him to step down. Mm-hmm. Stepped down, resigned, you know, kind of said a fuck you on the way out to President Trump and everybody else and uh, deuced. Um, Newsweek uh, has been going through trouble, a lot of trouble, as is a lot of print magazines. They're going out of business. I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat it at all. All of these news outlets are going out of business that used to sell magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gone. So they had just literally fired half of their staff. Um, they hadn't been paying writers, editors, nothing. Um, like the checks were bouncing. Like it's a really fucking weird sitch over at Newsweek. Okay. I, I, I heard that there's a fire sale over there just trying to sell the brand. And the president's just trying to get the fuck out of there. Like all hands on deck. Um, we're, we're about to hit bankruptcy here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why this is happening. Uh, so they had this story that ran maybe three or four days ago that they did it. They wrote a story that said Russian bots were behind the Al Franken sexual harassment story. And they said that Russian bots had propelled this story with this woman to the top of Twitter. And then they kept it on Twitter for, for three or four days straight pressuring him to resign. And this was all Russia that did this. Um, and, uh, cause that's, that, that's part of the FBI investigation that mm-hmm. Russian bots were doing this other thing for the election and blah, 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 blah. Newsweek prints this huge exclusive story that they cracked this case and everybody was like, I fucking knew it from the left. I knew it. Uh, it just didn't seem fair or whatever. Meanwhile, I'm thinking to myself, you still have the picture. Like Russia didn't put the picture up of, of him squeezing that girl's tits. She did that. Mm-hmm. She had her own news conference and all that other shit. And it was like, mm-hmm. ah, seems a little, this seems a little off to me. Right. They retracted their story last night. Turns out the story was not true in Newsweek whatsoever. Um, not only is their bad week getting even worse, mm-hmm. but now you, you can't even trust them as a news organization, uh, along with whatever their financial woes are. And I, they're they're fucking done at that point and cooked. It's like how you can print a story that big anymore and expect to get away with that without fact checking or doing anything like it seems to me like all of these outlets are just throwing shit out in desperation against the wall, hoping it'll stick uh, just to get these last clicks or, you know, whatever you can possibly get before you can sell your company. Right. New York Times is is down to fucking 40 percent of their original staff like because uh, newspapers are going, going, gone as well. Um, they're trying to do this, you know, subscription-based thing. But uh, news is news. You can find it on Twitter. And uh, I, I, 
they're, they're all done at this point. Um, but that Newsweek article, I was like, oh, boy. You could tell there was probably a meeting that they got together and they were like, hey, guys. Like amongst like probably the, the top four people there. And we're just like... All right, guys, uh, bankruptcy is about to kick in, but we have maybe a pending sale, like something's about to go through. What do we do? What kind of story can we throw out there and, and not Just get as sued? Bad as politicians. Yes. And this is one story that I was thinking about. It was like, you can't sue for this. Uh, Al Franken's certainly not going to sue you because he, he would love to say that it was oh, Russian yeah. bots that, that got him fired. Like, mm-hmm. He's not going to sue you. Certainly the, the Russian bots aren't going to sue Newsweek. Right, it's so a that- safe story that you can chuck out into the air get a bunch of clickbait get everybody talking about your magazine a couple more weeks and then try to go for a sale to somebody and i was just like fuck is this what we've come to this is it this is what we've come to like that it's all a business yes and i I would start expecting this from every other news outlet uh, left and right by the way um the 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 blaze is for sale uh homeboys you know websites Mm -hmm. um it's uh, Glenn Beck. That's his name. Okay. That 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 website is for sale because Glenn Beck got uh, hit by lightning in the middle of the fucking night or whatever it was and switched and became a Democrat and um, uh, yeah 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 he started railing against Republicans which was that built the blaze that built him that made him a gajillion dollars he found Jesus. Um, I think he had some type of cancer or something. I don't, I don't know, but like he is a a hundred percent different person now. And, uh, he's, he's getting rid of that network. And I heard Ben Shapiro is buying it. Really? Yeah. Nice. And, uh, and it's in LA. Um, he's going to take it over and that's going to be his platform now. So, um, expect a lot of this going down, uh, in the media industry. And expect some, but out of it, expect some new people to rise. Like Ben Shapiro is one of those people where, look, our listeners uh, for this show and Drinking Bros are like, dude, get Ben Shapiro on. You guys will get along. He's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, I listened to him in in one of his earlier shows um, because he was promoting himself on Facebook and uh, same as we do, uh, promoting himself on Facebook and uh, an ad popped up. Um, We we pay for ads as well um, to get the show out there. And I watched part of it and I was like, Meh, I, it was okay. Um, years have gone by now, mm-hmm. and, and I think he's great now. He found his voice, and he's he's fucking awesome. And uh, uh, that that is going to start happening, I think, more and more. Where some of the talent, younger people, are not going to come up and take down either these old magazines or these old websites with Glenn Beck. Like right. Glenn Beck has fucking been doing this for 30, 40 years exactly. at this point. Like. Uh, Rush Limbaugh is the next to go. Like I, I there's oh. going to be a new wave of people that are taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, Tommy Lahren was one who worked for the blaze. They fired her because she, they said some shit. Um, you know, she's super conservative mm-hmm. when Glenn Beck stopped being conservative. Um, they cool. didn't, they didn't like what she said. So they suspended her. Then they tried to fire her. Then they wanted all her, they wanted her social media account, which was worth the most. And yeah. she said, look, you can fire me and do all you want. Um, you know, I have a severance package and all of that shit, but I want that fucking social media account. It took me years to build that and get mm-hmm. these millions of, of followers. And they caved and gave it to her. Uh, she had a non-compete clause for, I don't know, six months or a year. The second it was over, she got hired by Fox News. Um, and again, like B- Bill O'Reilly was an old guy over at Fox News. And then yeah. he got taken out. Tucker Carlson's in. Tommy Lahren's over mm-hmm. there. Like 
you, you, young blood is coming up um, out of the depths of this in the podcast world and this online world and is knocking out some of these old guys in old magazines. And I expect that trend to continue. So who knows, Japes? You and I might be at Barstool Sports. Hey, um, listen, I'm down. We'll find out. Um, I'm, I'm curious as what they'll think of our, our, our next sports interview that, that's uh, it's coming out in a few weeks um, if this goes down. Find out who it is. But uh, in the meantime, we're going to get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. The revolutionary figure of the day. Um, I'm actually going to I'm, I'm going to go back to this for, for, for the USA uh, lady hockey team. Um, a lot of people were comparing their wins to the uh, 1980 uh, men's team, the Miracle and Ice team that uh, uh, hadn't won. And they could never beat Russia. Russia was the powerhouse who was killing them all the time. Canada was the powerhouse that was beating the ladies. And uh, uh, those guys came out uh, and pulled off a miracle. I mean, a true miracle. Um, they were going against professional uh, players from Russia. And it was all these college kids. And they ended up winning. That's all, that, 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 it's a lot what it felt like last night with these women for the United States. Um, the goalie for the United States team was 20 years old. Dang. 20. 20. Um, stopping that much firepower from women who have been playing four and five Olympics. Um, uh, you know, she was going against, it was uh, like the, one of their best players was 32 for Canada. And it's like, dude, you're in a shootout where it depends on the goalie and the person that's trying to score on you. And it's a fucking 19, 19, 20 year old girl going up against these fucking old pros from Canada. And uh, it, it was spectacular. So that's what it reminded me of, and it was fun to watch. Uh, congratulations to USA Women's Hockey, uh, and happy birthday, Jabes. Yeah, I kind of thought that you would say maybe like my mom or something for having me. No, no. Because she was like a revolutionary. Sure, sure, sure. For having nah, she had a kid, same as everybody or else. Or maybe it was going to be me for like the no, revolutionary, because no. I'm pretty. Happy birthday, Jabes. Thanks. Uh, you were loved by many. Mm. Uh, all... Four to five. People. Four to five people. Um, now you're starting to pull up steam. Like people are online saying, "I'm number eight. I'm number nine. I'm number ten uh, on our on our Instagram feed." I think go to, this you, episode will definitely knock a couple of those out. Yeah, yeah. You can go to Ross Patterson Revolution <laughs> on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, and uh, I, I think you were up to nine or ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah which is nice. Uh, so happy, yeah, if I lose a couple, but happy birthday, oh, uh, Jesse. I love you. Um, uh, for Jesse Wiseman. AKA the Jables. Uh, I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.